and gentlemen, to JWF Monday Night Ignition. And ladies and gentlemen, we are on the heels of quite possibly one of the biggest Summerfest pay-per-views we've had in the entire history of this company. I'm your host, Silver Spoon, joined as always by my partner in crime, Captain Tibbs. And Tibbs, how you doing? Phil, I've been better, but I've been worse. Got that bunion getting me again, and then of course my back is broken in seven places, never let it heal properly. But you know what? It doesn't matter, because I got to see one of the best shows ever on Sunday. That's right, Tibbs. It was the biggest party of the year, biggest shindig of the summer. And of course, after every party, what can you expect? That's right, JWF's Hangover coming soon, September 27th, our next great pay-per-view but before we can get to that Tibbs you know we got to talk about our power rankings because let me tell you something there have been some shits from last month that's right Sills as we get ready to go to hangover we're gonna see who was thrown up in the toilet and who ended up without a headache at all that's right now let's start with our tag rankings number five bananas in pajamas zero victories under their belt Two losses, one tie, but I will say they will they've always got that Mr. Cash in the bag briefcase under their belt. At any point, they can cash in for a tag team title opportunity. And I think that's what makes bananas and pajamas, in my opinion, the most dangerous men in the tag rankings. They could definitely shake it all up, Sills. Although I will say at this point they are winning for losing. Because they don't have a single victory. One win, not not one sills. That's right. Actually, surprisingly, not many victories happening in the tag rankings outside of our big names. Number four, the Wild-Eyed Southern Boys, zero lo- zero victories, two losses. Uh, number three, the team who returned last night, Coach and Friend. Of course, they've only had one match, but that match was a loss. But let's be honest, Coach and Friend, they really seem to return to form in the extraordinary quaternary. I mean, let's be honest, old Honey Mustard Jenkins, he took out one of the most dangerous men in the division in the form of the Bone Crusher in that match. It's definitely a surprise to be sure, but a welcome one, if anything, Sills. It's glad to see Honey Mustard and Coach back in the game, and I'm glad that they're going to be shaking up the division. That's right. And now number two, a very interesting position for these men to be in. The team of the VWO, Justin and his brother, the man who is now king of the Steel City, Griffin Clouds, one victory and only two ties. They've not been defeated in the division yet. And I think that's really interesting when you consider who our new JWF tag team champions are. It's the Hammerman. It's the FOMO. It's FOMO-san. It's the other half of the VWO. And you gotta wonder if we're eventually gonna see a little bit of a family feud there. You know, Sills, it could be inevitable in this tag division. I mean, you've got the VWO at the number two spot. If they somehow work their way up the ranks, or even if we decide to put them in a multi-team match, there's going to be some family friction. That's right. And then the number one position, our former champions, the War Wizards. Three victories, one loss, but it was one big loss, and it came last night at Summerfest. And Tibbs, let me tell you something. I think the War Wizards are definitely going to be trying to bounce back after that epic loss to the team of the Rising Suns. That's right. Sills, uh, the War Wizards almost completely undefeated until they lost their title, so you know they're going to be gunning to go one-on-one with the Rising Suns. 
That's right, but also, I gotta ask you this. I mean, the last night, the Rising Suns, not only did they beat the War Wizards, they beat Coach and Friend, they beat uh, the team known as the Blockbusters, Tibbs. I mean, they beat just about everybody in the damn division, and not only that, didn't have a single member of their team eliminated. It was a clean sweep. I honestly don't know if there's anybody on this list that would even be a challenge for the team known as the Rising Suns. What do you think? We're going to have to see, Sills. The War Wizards, they put it all on the line with the extraordinary quaternity. And if there's anybody right now that could face them, uh, the Rising Suns, that is, it might be them, it might not be. We might have to be seeing some good old classic tag team action sometime soon. That's right, but now let's move on to our singles power rankings, which, of course, we already know who our number one contender is. It's, of course, the king of the Steel City, Griffin Cloud, who's, of course, number two in our power rankings at three wins, zero losses. But I think the interesting name, we've got a couple other interesting names who have shot up on here, namely number five, Hollywood Hulcher. Four victories, four losses. There are few men in this company who have had as many matches this year as Hollywood Hulcher, and the man's 50-50. He's either going to be dominating or he's going to be failing. But, of course, at Summerfest, we saw him come out very much on top over Danny Roanoke. And what a way he did, Sills. He fought back against the hacker Danny Roanoke himself, and he fought against insurmountable odds at some points. I Honestly, didn't think that he was going to make it out of that verse. That's right. But now on to our fourth in the power rankings. A man who honestly many people kind of discounted going into Summerfest. And that is the Nightmare Ghazi. He's only had one match, but he was not just victorious in that match. He took out his opponent for a very long time. Of course, last night we found out Scotty Moore suffered a broken arm at the hands of the Nightmare in that match. And then later on that night, Ghazi went on to come out and attack our captain's champion, the Dylan. The Nightmare has come into this company and he has made his presence known. That's right, Sills. It looked like he wasted no time. He settled his beef with Scotty Moore in a vicious way, and it looks like he's already called his shot on who he wants to fight next. That's right. Now, number three, Guy Fieri, four victories, five losses. But let me ask you about this, Tibbs. Do you think, Guy Fieri, there might be a a little bit of vengeance coming for Griffin Clouds? Because, of course, we know the end of that match. Griffin won by dropping Guy Fieri with the under vapor onto a steel chair that Fieri brought into that match. Do you think Fieri may be seeking some retribution after that? Uh, I don't know, Sills, but I don't know what kind of case he could make on his own knowing that he brought that steel chair into play in the first place and honestly wasn't used as a weapon. That's right. Number two, Griffin Clouds, as we said, a man who showed incredible heart going into that finals. I think everybody thought it was a lot. Guy Fieri was going to come out victorious, and Griffin really proved himself in that match, in my opinion. I think that spells danger for your son, Chuck Tibbs. Let's not forget, at Summerfest, Griffin walked out victorious. Chuck did not. No, you don't have to remind me, Sills, because I won't forget Griffin. Griffin Clouds, however, has shown that he has become more than the whiny, sniveling child that he once was and has now taken a, 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 prime, a prime spot as King of the Steel City, unlike 
some other people who might have been in the main event at Summerfest. That's right, Tibbs. And then the number one man, no shock to anybody, number one in the power rankings is the Dylan, our captain's champion, undefeated this year. No one has had more matches this year than the Dylan. He has had 12 matches, and he's come out victorious in every single one of them. Of course, issuing what he called his final open challenge at Summerfest. Going against Blake Tanner, and a man who the Dylan is known for a very long time, and we saw the Dylan come out victorious. But I still think Gazi is definitely going to be playing in the back of Dylan's mind. That's right, Sills. It looks like now that the era of the this open challenge for the captain's championship is over, the Dylan looks like he's going to be more selective with who he fights and. After the disrespect that Gazi laid on him at Summerfest, I, I think I know where he might be pointing. That is right, Tibbs. And then we, we, uh, well, uh, 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 ladies and gentlemen, it looks like that uh, AJ Steele, the man with the proverbial body of steel, is actually Tibbs. What the hell? He's bought airtime on the show. Yeah, I don't really want to talk about it if I don't have to. We're we spent way too much money on booze at Summerfest Sills. And we, we had to get out of it real quick, and this guy's got the dosh, so I'm, we're just going to have to listen to him for a few minutes every few weeks. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, why don't we go down to our very first episode of Wrestle Wars, hosted by AJ Steele. Let's have a listen. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Wrestle Wars. I'm your host, AJ Steele and, and folks, uh, can we just say a quick prayer at the top of the show? Quick prayer for the death of decency in wrestling. Because uh, let me let me tell you right now, ladies and gentlemen, I watched Summerfest last night. Sat in the back, watched Summerfest, and that's exactly what I saw: a bunch of babies running around, spearing each other through electrical boxes, tag teams cheating for victories, and then of course. In my opinion, the biggest damn offender of them all, Griffin Clouds. A man who likes to call himself the king of the Steel City. Now, let me tell you something, Griffin. I don't remember King Louis VIII ever needing a damn steel chair to keep his throne. But apparently, according to Griffin, that's exactly what he needed last night to take out Guy Fieri, a man who I would honestly say is the true king of the JWF. But you know something? That's not all the bad news we got, ladies and gentlemen. At least we can finally be proud that our JWF Tag Team Championship belts aren't around the waist of those jokes, the War Wizards. I mean, look, wake up sheeple these men going around masquerading as real wrestlers when look i'll tell you they were using their damn immigrant magics to keep those damn belts around their waist they're cheaters they're charlatans and hell i doubt they even got work visas but look ladies and gentlemen war wizards aside griffin clouds aside i think it's time we talk about that damn main event chuck tibbs versus Momoa Curry. I, I think they called it a, a dream match, right? The big match of the card, they said it was. Two of the biggest names of the company going at it. And what did Chuck Tibbs do, huh? He choked! Bottom of the ninth, bases loaded, biggest match of your career, boy, and you choked! What's the matter, kid? You didn't want to disappoint your little daddy on commentary. You wanted to kill Momoa Curry on the big stage. Let me all, tell all of y'all something. 
Chuck Tibbs proved last night that he is a menace. He is a maniac, and he deserved every ounce of pain he got at Summerfest. Now, in my opinion, all that's left is we need to get someone noble to take his belt away. It's a shame that all we got instead is Griffin Clouds. Well, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Wrestle Wars by your official AJ Steele dick pills at WrestleWars.gov. And as always, folks, have a good night. Uh, Tibbs, what did he even say? I stopped paying attention at some point. I don't know, Sills. I just got mad. Oh, hold on real quick. I would just like to say that the preceding... Uh, does not reflect the views of the JWF in any way, shape, or form. Any characters, names, anything mentioned was used for bullshittery purposes, and that th- that is not how Tibbs feels. Love you, bye. All right, Tibbs, but let me tell you something. He was talking about a lot of matches last night. I think he brought up spearing somebody through an electrical box, and that is exactly how Hollywood Hulcher defeated Danny Roanoke last night, and there's Falls Count Anywhere match. And Tim, let me tell you something. We have not seen anything like that Falls Count Anywhere match any time in the history of the JWF. It was an astounding classic those two put on. And it looks like uh, it started out as just a complete massive brawl. Until Danny Roanoke, he started to warp the fabric of reality itself. I didn't know he was capable of such things. But in the end, in the end, it was Hollywood Holcher who turned it around on him and just electrocuted the shit out of him. It was great. That's right. And from what I've heard, apparently any of those warping abilities have been taken away from Danny Roanoke. I mean, he's walking down to the ring right now. And let me tell you something. He still seems a little bit angry, still seems a little bit different. But whatever the hell was going on at Summerfest, I think might be gone. I think Hollywood might have shocked it out of him. I hope so, Sills, because in this company, there's only one person that can do that. It's me. Oh, well, and Momoa Curry, of course. That's right. We got a deal. Okay, well... You know something, Tibbs? Danny Roanoke's in our ring right now, and he's told me that he has a message for Hollywood Hulcher and something that might just change the fabric of the JWF in the next few months. Let's hear what he's got to say. Hollywood Hulcher at Summerfest, I wanted you to prove yourself to me. And you did exactly that. I golfed clap for you, sir. You passed your first exam with flying colors. But don't think the semester's over, Hulcher. Don't think Danny Roanoke's classes have ended, because well, yes, you were able to defeat me in that Falls Count Anywhere match. You were able to cowardly send me flying into an electrical box, nearly killing me, you still came out with the victory, and I admire that culture, but things are not over, because class is now officially in session, and I'd like to give you your syllabus. You see, Hulcher, over the next eight weeks, you and I are going to have a series of matches against one another, and believe me, I will be keeping score, and you're going to have to prove yourself to me in every single match type imaginable. I will test 
your mental acuity in submission matches, your cleverness in ladder matches, and it's all going to lead up to the most dangerous pay-per-view of the year. Heck, in a sec, where you and I will step into that hellacious structure itself and halter, you'll have to drag me down to hell itself to get a passing grade. You see, at Summerfest, you may have gotten the advantage last night, but don't expect me to go down that easy in the next few weeks, Halter, because class is now officially in session, and I'm prepared to see you drop out like you've done so many times before. Well, Tibbs, looks like Danny Roanoke has just issued a challenge, a best of seven series with Hollywood Hulcher, and what the hell? Uh, well, Sills, it looks like we're going to be seeing a lot more of these two over the next eight weeks, and also, I do need to let everybody know, Danny Roanoke is no longer a certified wrestling instructor. He should not be making a syllabus. Uh, well, I don't know. It looks like he has proposed one, and it is going to be leading up to heck in a sec. Those two men climbing into a heck in a sec match. I mean, we saw what they did to each other in the backstage area last night. I mean, it is going to be absolutely hellacious when they step into it in just eight weeks. But for now, Tibbs, I'd like to talk about some of the other amazing matches we had back at Summerfest. I mean, let's talk about that JXT Developmental Rumble. Ten of our favorite developmental wrestlers got into this ring fought with everything they had to earn a contract, but only one man stood tall, and it was, of course, the king of the hill himself, Robert Hill. And, Tibbs, let me tell you something. The man was an absolute monster in that match. Absolutely, Sills. That man entered that match. He started eliminating people, and I saw dollar signs. That is right, Tibbs. And, of course, uh, to give you a little preview, next week Robert Hill will be in his first match here in the JWF as he takes on the Funk Master himself, Funky Flossie. And let me tell you something, that's going to be one hell of a challenge for Robert. Funky Flossie is nothing to sneeze at. That's true, Sills, but also it would take a mountain to knock down Robert Hill. And I, I'm, I'm a little worried for Funky, honestly. That is right, Tibbs. But speaking of other dominant forces in this company, we've already talked about it a few times tonight. Let's talk about the Dylan. The man had an absolutely brutal match at Summerfest, went against Blake Tanner, a man who, let's be honest, there were numerous points where I thought Blake Tanner had the damn belt ready and ready to run away with it. Uh, you know, Sills, that's why I decided he should have been the last open challenger, the last one to go in. I, I, I pointed him in the direction of the ring, and I said, go get it. It looked like he was trying to bring some of that old fire back, but wasn't enough to overcome our captain's champion, the undefeated Dylan. That's right, but there's one man looking to snap that streak, and it is, of course, the Night Terror himself. Gazi came out afterwards, grabbed the captain's title right out of Dylan's hand, and smacked him over the head with it. And let me tell you something, that can cause a concussion, that can cause you to be bloody. But the Dylan is here this week, and we have sent one of our top interviewers to hear his opinion of Gazi and what he thinks heading forward. Let's have a listen. Hello, everybody. Honey Pop Mc... <clears throat> Oh, I need a lozenge. And I am here with a man who defeated Blake Tanner last night to retain his JWF Captain's Championship, the Dylan. Now, Dylan, you may have won your match, 
But what everyone's been talking about is what happened after the fact, when Ghazi, the Night Terror himself, assaulted you with your very own Captain's Championship belt. How do you respond to this attack? The Night Terror? You fucking kidding me? Some fucking hot topic reject model comes out, attacks me for my match with my own belt from behind all of a sudden he's the Night Terror. Get the fuck out of here. I'll tell you what, though. It got my attention. Which I'm sure is what he wanted all this time. Hell, look at him. He's been probably begging for attention his whole goddamn life. Well, he's got mine. He's got mine. So, the next time I see him, whether it be in that ring, whether it be backstage, wherever, I see him. I'm going to take him, put him in the vice, and end him. Because nobody fucks with me in my ring. Well, Tib, strong words there from the Dylan. But oh my god! From out of nowhere, Gazi has got that steel chain and he bashed Dylan over the head with it. Reminiscent when Gazi debuted and beat Scotty Moore down with it. Look at this. Gazi just raining his shots over the Dylan before. Oh God! What's Gazi doing now? He's standing on that production box. He's got the he's got the chain wrapped around the neck of the Dylan. And oh my God! Just choking the life out of him. What the hell's wrong with this kid? I Jets? don't know, Sills. We've got to do something about Gazi. If he doesn't stop these assaults and these attacks, I might have. To, I don't know. That's right. And not just wait. Wait a minute. Gazi stopped. Gazi stopped. And what the hell's going on? That's Tibbs. That's Blake Tanner. That's Blake Tanner. That's the man Dylan beat last night for the Captain's Championship. And it looks like he's calling Gazi off and Gazi's listening. I'm sorry. What the fuck just happened? Blake Tanner has allied himself with Gazi? I mean, Gazi had been speaking about this this master, this higher power of his who had been leading him to the JWF. Do you think it could have been Blake Tanner all along? What the hell? I don't know, Sills, if it would make sense. Blake Tanner is also one of the heads of JXT. He has a he has some hand in what goes on down there, and Gazi might have had his ear. That is right, and it looks like Blake Tanner, the higher power of Gazi, is just smiling down at Dylan, just throwing that steel chain at him. And Tibbs, let me tell you something. I think this alliance might be what takes that title away from the Dylan. What do you think? We'll have to see, Sills. When you got these two forces going up against the Dylan, it, he better be watching his back is all I'm going to say. That's right. And speaking of some men who should be watching their back, there's a man with a big tar- target on his back, and that is, of course, your son, Chuck Tibbs, the man who came into Summerfest last night. He was supposed to prove himself to Momoa Curry, prove himself as a worthy champion. And I don't agree with many things that AJ Steele said earlier on Wrestle Wars, but I will say that Chuck definitely choked in that match. Ended up violently assaulting Momoa. Momoa said that it was this was a match about wrestling, and Chuck seemed to forget that almost immediately, just maniacally bashing in the head of the god of the JWF. But, of course, we know Momoa came back, hit him with three spears, and took him down. And, Tibbs, I mean, y- you live with the boy. What's he been thinking? I don't live with him. He's got his own apartment. This is one thing that when he came back home, he wanted his own damn apartment. I pay for it sometimes. Listen, Sills, what Chuck did at Summerfest, he gave it. 
He gave in to his rage. He gave in to all of those base instincts that you should not be listening to when you're fighting what you should consider a superior opponent. He should have been tactical. He should have been mindful. He should have realized that this was an important moment, but he should have also known that it would take more than brute strength and, and, and animal-like ferocity to take down the likes of Momoa Curry. And he didn't do any of that, Sills. He, he just completely forgot all of his training, all the hard work that we've been doing over these last few months. And he gave in. That's what happened. That is right, Tibbs. But you see Chuck in our ring right now. We know he's got Griffin Clouds on the horizon. He's got a lot to think about. So why don't we hear what Chuck Tibbs has to say? Okay, look, look. Okay, 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 look. I rewatched all the footage last night. Fine, fine. I rewatched it over and over and over again. And I gotta say, I'm just sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm sorry to Momoa Curry. I'm sorry to my dad. I, I'm sorry to all you guys. I, I just completely lost it. Uh, you know, you know when I, I realized that I might lose that night in the biggest match of my career, I, I just lost all control. And you know what? That 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 is not what I'm about. That's not what the Tibbs name is about. That is not what I'm. Oh, Tibbs! There it is—the music of the god of the JWF himself, Momoa Curry. We knew there was going to be some backlash. After that match last night, and it looks like Momoa is coming to the ring, and he has a message for Chuck Tips. Let's hear what he's got to say. Lost control. That's what you think you did last night. Lost control, really? No, 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 Chuck. You went far beyond losing control. You bashed in my knees with a steel chair. You assaulted me with my own finishing move. You dropped me with a trinity bomb, a movement to kill its opponent. And worst of all, you forgot exactly who you were stepping in the ring with last night. You forgot you were facing a god, a god that respected you, a god that wanted to see you at your best, and instead, I got your worst. Chuck, last night I saw the demons inside of you, and I knew I had to put those demons down, and now you've written your own death note, because I don't give a damn who won the King of the Steel City last night, because the next person you're facing for that title is me. <laughs> whoa, 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 wait a minute, you geriatric old you aren't even on the power rankings. You are in the twilight of your career. You don't deserve a shot at my championship, no matter what you do. Oh, Tibbs. Looks like we're about to have a regular family affair. Griffin Cloud's coming out to the ring, the king of the Steel City himself. And, and Tibbs, you got to think Griffin has taken some, taken some offense to what Momoa Curry just said. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's hear what he has to say. Okay, look, I, I don't mean to be butting in here with all of your business or whatever. I really don't care who won or lost at Summerfest because, well, Momoa, Chuck's right. 
You, you you are in the back of the line, boss. I know you're one of the greats, and I, I, I know that you've done so much for this company, and I respect you for that, but really, though, you got to respect the line. And who's in the front of the line? The king of the Steel City. You might have pinned the champ last night, but I became the king. I won that prestigious tournament, and whether you like it or not, that makes me the number one contender. <laughs> oh, 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 but don't, don't worry. Don't worry, Mama. After I, after I uh, beat down Chucky over here and take that belt off him, I'm sure you'll be the first in line for a shot at my title. Oh, okay, now, just wait a minute. You, 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 okay, you, you don't know that you can beat me, all right? All right, I, I'm Chuck Tibbs, goddammit. I'm the JWF champion, and I... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's all calm down here. Oh, son of a bitch. Griffin, Griffin, look, it seems to me the only reason you're in the place you're at right now is because, well, of a well-placed steel chair. And you know something? I've been reading over the rule book last night because, I mean, after all, Guy Fieri is a man that respects the rules. And, you know, I, I read something interesting. It says all foreign objects are illegal during a wrestling match, meaning that your victory at Summerfest, well, it was all well and good, but you won it illegally. I mean, the way I see it, old Captain Tibbs back there should get off his ass, reverse that decision, and do what he should have done last night and make Guy Fieri the true king of the Steel City. What? Hey, shut up. You know what? You, you've already had your shot at the title, Guy Fieri, and you lost. What's going on today? Is everybody taking crazy pills? Because I, I can't. You know what? Everybody settle in. All right, shut up. You know something, Fieri? You're right. It is about time Captain Tibbs got off his ass and did something. Because all three of you are making valid points about needing to face my son. Guy, you're right. That chair might have been illegally in the ring because you brought it in there. But Griffin's also right. He defeated you in that ring. And I have to agree with my referee's call that he is the one that came out victorious. But Momoa Curry is also right. Even with my son throwing everything he had at him, Momoa Curry defeated him soundly at Summerfest. All three of you have valid reasons to fight Chuck Tibbs for the title. And that is why... Oh, oh that's why, that's why, next week... You'll all be facing one another in a triple threat match, right? Right? And only the winner gets the opportunity to face me for the title at a... No! Shut up, Chuck! That's wrong. Not only was Momoa Curry wanting you to prove yourself at, Chum at Summerfest, Chuck, but so was I. And look, Chuck, I... I'm not mad about what you did. But damn, son, I am disappointed. I thought I raised a fighting champion, and you proved me wrong. So you know something? 
I'm going to give you one more shot. I'm going to give Chuck Tibbs one shot to prove himself as a fighting champion. Because here at the JWF, at JWF Hangover, it is going to be Chuck Tibbs versus Momoa Curry versus Griffin Clouds versus Guy Fieri in a fatal four-way match. No, wait, hold on. Now, what the, what the, that, come on, y'all, this is... Well, Captain Tibbs, an amazing announcement there for our first match at JWF Hangover. We are going to have an amazing fatal four-way match. And, and Tibbs, let me tell you something, this is an astounding announcement. I mean, Momoa Curry, he definitely proved himself at Summerfest. He was in line, Griffin Cloud's in line, Guy Fieri's a man who's needed a shot. And let me tell you something, I, I think this is the best way to handle this. Listen, Phil, sometimes in parents' life, you gotta put your foot down. And if your kid's under that foot, well, come what may, come what might, we're gonna have to see ya. If he can stand through the, the forces of Momoa Curry, Griffin Clouds, and Guy Vietti at Hangover. That is right, Tibbs. And, of course, we're going to hear Chuck's response to that next week. In addition, we are going to see Robert Hill's debut in this company taking on Funky Flossy. We're also going to see the first of the Best of Seven series. Well, I'm sorry, the second. Of course, Summerfest was the first of the Best of Seven. Uh, as Danny Roanoke takes on Hollywood Hulcher, normal match stipulation. And let me tell you something. I think this may play into Danny's wheelhouse. Danny is definitely the one who has the more experience in a wrestling ring. So I'm thinking Hollywood needs to bring it. That's right, Sills. We've got that lined up. we got an amazing fatal four-way. What else we got? In addition, next week, the return of our former JWF Tag Team Champions, the War Wizards. And you know they've got to have a message for the Rising Suns after their victory at Summerfest. That's right. We're going to see what they want to do, what they want to do with that number one spot of theirs in the power ranking sales. That's right, but that is, of course, going to be found next time on JWF Monday Night Ignition. Until then, remember to support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash a load of BS. Get you access to exclusive content from the Fight Boys, a load of BS, Opposite Attractions. All those shows put up exclusive stuff, and you can see some older episodes of JWF War back when we were a little baby Tibbs and a little Silves, and you can get it all at patreon.com slash a load of BS. Bye, little baby Tibbs. That is right, Tibbs. In addition, go to merch.loadedpurebs.com. Pick up your shirts for the VWO for Chuck Tibbs. Get the brand new Rising Suns t-shirt celebrating our brand new JWF Tag Team Champions. Let me tell you something, Tibbs. One of my favorite designs we've ever put out is that Rising Sun shirt. Oh, it looks wonderful. And you should put that shirt on your body. That's right. But until next time, remember, he's been Captain Tips. I've been Silver Spoon, and this has been JWF Monday Night Ignition, and we will see you next time.